Hey, Five Finance family, welcome to Flip It with Samara, a show designed to flip the narrative on how we view and use our finances in the business and in the personal setting. So here at Flip It, we want to foster an environment in which you are free to ask questions because we definitely are all about education. We're about providing you with sound strategies and tips that we have learned through our educational background and or through our experiences. Um, so we definitely are you know, pumped to share those experiences with you because we want to flip that narrative. We want to flip the narrative that tax planning, estate planning, um, things like retirement planning, that, that those are things only for the wealthy. We want to debunk that notion, okay? You can do all of those things no matter where you are in your financial journey, okay? And so that's why we are encouraged to come before you every week Right, sharing some of the text strategies and tips and practices that we have learned throughout the year. So before, um, I'm sorry, throughout the course of our experience, right? Not just the year, right? We're always learning. Um, so before we go any further, I definitely want to give a shout out to some people that have joined. I think I saw Angelica. Hey, Angelica. I think I saw Samurai. Hello, Samurai. Thank you for joining. Um, and so... Before we get started, I also want to um, put a plug out there. Today is Giving Tuesday, right? Um, so Giving Tuesday, hey, Dream World Media. Um, so Giving Tuesday is an opportunity for all of us to give back. And that's why this topic is so appropriate tonight, the power of sharing, um, because it is Giving Tuesday. Um, it definitely does give us opportunities to give back to organizations, um, and people in our local community or abroad um, that we feel passionate about are connected to in some way, shape, or form. Um, you can even give your time, do random acts of kindness. Um, the day is not over. So I encourage you to participate in Giving Tuesday in some way, shape, or form. And it's really, really easy to do. I know when I opened my Facebook up this morning, there were suggestions, right, on who I could give to, who I could donate to, who I can contribute to. Um, and I do also contribute on an app called Givelify. So they also give you like local suggestions on who you can contribute to. So there is no excuse, Five Family. I definitely urge you, encourage you to participate in Giving Tuesday today. All right. Um, hey, Casey. All right. So um, without further ado, we're going to jump into tonight's topic, which is all about the power of sharing. So um, every week, right, I come before you sharing some type of strategy or tip, um, educating you on things that I've learned um, throughout the course of my career in accounting. Um, and hopefully that sharing has empowered you, right? I know it's empowering for me because I love to share. I love to educate. Um, and hopefully you're empowered with the information that you're receiving because you're able to utilize that and better yourself in some way, shape or form, whether it's in a business or on a personal level. Right. Because we share everything. Right. It's not just for small business owners. We also give tips for individuals as well. And so we want to continue that on tonight and we want to express to you um, the power um, that lies in sharing. Okay. Um, the first thing that I would say, um, and this is more so for my small business owners, but it can be 
um, it can be applied to personal use as well, right? So the first thing that I had to uh, come to grips with is I had to receive the vision, okay? So um, when you receive the vision, um, it may not come packaged uh, like you wanted it to come, right? So <laughs> let me explain. So for most of us, right, or for some of us, I don't want to say for most. So for some of us, um, we know what we're passionate about. Like we knew what we were passionate about at a very early age. And so we have um, entered into careers, right, that would further that passion, that allowed us to walk in that passion. Um, but then for some of us, maybe we didn't know our purpose right off the top, right? And so we entered into a career because, hey, maybe that's what mom or dad wanted us to do, or maybe it was a family business, right? Um, and so you figured out what your passion was along the way. And so sometimes it lined up with what you were already doing, and sometimes, maybe other times it didn't. Um, and so to give you an example, let's say you're somebody who loves to care for others, um, and you also believe in the power of medicine. You like to use medicine. You like science. So maybe you're someone who goes along um, and pursues a career in the medical field, right? Um, in the medical field or maybe a nurse or a doctor, right? Because you're passionate about that thing. Um, but for others, if you start off your career and not really understanding what your purpose is, there are some ways to find out what your purpose is and to get you on the path to walking your purpose, right? Um, so again, receiving the vision, okay? So um, one thing that I would encourage you to do is um, look back at the thing that you do that seems to come really, really easy to you that may be difficult for others. Um, that could be a sign that that's your purpose, right? Another way of looking at it is uh, something that brings you joy. Like what's the one thing that you can do for hours on end, you can totally get lost in it um, and it just makes you feel so fulfilled, so joyful after you complete the task or after you um, do that thing. Like, so those are ways for you to understand what your purpose is. And for me, like I was one of those purpose people who started a career, right? Not truly walking in my purpose, right? I just knew that, hey, accounting was a great career. Um, it gave me stability, right? Um, knew that I could not be replaced by computers. <laughs> they were always going to need somebody to check the checker. Um, and so that's why, you know, I started my path on accounting, right? Um, I was young. I mean, I'm in my 20s. I'm in college. Um, that's what I decided to do. Um, but again, I found my passion along the way. Okay. So um, maybe about, I don't know, let's call it 10 years ago now. Um, I remember volunteering at my uh, church's children's church, right? And I loved it. I love teaching. I love sharing. I love educating. Um, and so I remember like, I knew that these little kids like were very, very um, impressionable, right? Um, and so I wanted to be mindful 
of what I was sharing with them and how I was sharing with them. Because you also want to make sure that when you are sharing information that the recipient is able to receive it and digest it and then able to um, implement it in their life, right? Um, and so that was important to me. And again, education, learning, teaching, not along the lines of accounting, right? Um, definitely just something that started um, by me being a teacher in children's church. So we had a question. I want to make sure I address it, address it before I move forward. So Samara says, how do you know your vision aligns with your passion? So I'm going to get to that, Samurai. All right. So um, we, again, wanted to talk about finding your passion, finding your purpose first. So but that's a great question. I'm going to get to it. So um, that's how it started for me, right? I want to give you an example of how it started for me. So I did that. And then the next church I went to, I, I was again a teacher and we relocated again. And I was a teacher um, at that church too. No matter where I was, that was the thing that brought me joy was educating and teaching our youth. Okay. So I wanted to make sure that I continued that. But again, still keeping my career in accounting, right, along the way, um, because it was something that I could do, right? And I, I get joy out of accounting too, but I got more joy out of teaching, okay? And so never did I think that the two could meet. I didn't know that there could be a happy marriage and me still continuing my accounting career, but also teaching. Like, I didn't know that it could be a happy marriage. Um, until I had the privilege of working with um, a few young ladies who, you know, kind of like sparked um, something inside of me when they told me, hey, I love the way you explain things. When you explain things, I get it, right? Um, when you explain things, you don't make me feel bad for asking questions. You don't make me feel less than for asking questions. You don't make me feel like I should know this. Um, it's always, uh, given in a very reassuring way. And so that was actually encouraging to me. So then I finally had the notion of, Hey, I could take the love that I have, the passion that I have, the purpose that I was placed here, um, to do educating, and I can marry it with accounting and it could work. Okay. And that was the first time that I came to that realization, um, and once I came to that realization, then I started making moves, right? I started, uh, I, I remember I acquired my EIN in 2018, um, didn't really put it to use, but just had it right. Um, and then in 2020, I said, okay, let me go ahead and start making this thing official and start taking on clients. Um, let me start, you know, doing what I need to do, um, to share, my vision, right? So at that point, I wanted to share my vision. I wanted to share my purpose um, with everybody. So I took on clients, right? Um, I did things like I started my Facebook uh, lives. I started just educating people on a weekly basis um, about various topics because again, I wanted to share my vision. I wanted to share my passion. So I came to the realization that my purpose, my vision was to educate. And so it wasn't until years later that I decided to share that, right? So when you do decide to share your vision, um, Samurai, one thing that I would say is be careful of when you share your vision and who you share your vision with. 
And the reason why I say that is if you share your vision too soon um, with the wrong person, it could cause a negative effect, especially if they don't give you an encouraging or a positive response, right? And so you have to be uh, assured, right, that you are definitely walking in your purpose um, and that the vision that you have been given is truly your purpose that you're passionate about um, and that you're going to accomplish that thing no matter what. Then when you share it, right, whether you get reassurance or not, guess what? You're going to fulfill it. You're still going to walk in that purpose um, and you're going to be better for it and you're going to um, benefit the lives of so many others, right? Um, and so definitely be mindful of when and who, but you definitely want to share it because I feel like it's beneficial for me to share my purpose, my passion, my vision with all of you um, week over week, or I should say, I hope that it's been beneficial so far, right? And so um, once I was able to realize what my vision was, then I was able to understand that there are no losses, only lessons, right? So there are lessons, not losses. Like that's what I want you to understand. Um, every single setback can be a lesson, but you got to make sure you learn from it. So you know how they say uh, failure is not an option? Well, I'm going to flip that and I'm going to say failure is an option. <laughs> okay. Um, and for most of the greats, they have failed numerous times. So when I think about um, failure, right, I think about the Wright brothers. So the Wright brothers were two brothers who um, were uh, the first to achieve flight. Okay, from North Carolina, right? My uh, birth state. Shout out to North Carolina. Um, so the Wright brothers were the first um, to achieve flight. Okay, and so they didn't achieve it the first time, right? So the first time they got their flyer up in the air, it stayed up in the air for 3.5 seconds. They were so embarrassed by this time that they didn't even count that as their first attempt. Then the second attempt was 10 seconds. And then the third was 12 and then the fourth was 12 again. And then finally, um, they achieved flight. They were able to keep their flyer in the air for 59 seconds, right? So success, right? Eureka, it was done. Um, but again, they failed. They failed four times before they got it right. But every single time, guess what? They were learning. It was a lesson. It was a lesson to tweak whatever so I can get a little bit higher so that I can stay up a little bit longer. Every single time was a lesson. So let's bring it to the 21st century. Let's talk about uh, Steve Jobs. Everybody knows Steve Jobs, founder of Apple, right? Or one of the co-founders. Um, however, you can't say Steve Jobs name without saying Apple and vice versa, right? Everybody knows Steve Jobs. We know them him at this as this genius, right? This great inventor. Um, he failed. Yes, he failed. Um, in 1980, Steve Jobs created a computer called the Apple III. And the Apple III was a successor to the Apple II. And it was supposed to be designed for businesses. Flop. Failed. 1983, he designed a computer called the Lisa. Okay, so this was supposed to be for personal computer users. users. Um, however, the Lisa was too expensive. It flopped, okay? 
And then in 1988, he uh, created another computer um, called the Next. And so the Next was supposed to be designed for colleges. And by the way, between 1983, because of the flop for Lisa, um, in 1988, he was actually fired from Apple. Apple actually fired Steve Jobs. And so he went on, created his own company called Next, and then he created a computer that was supposed to be utilized for colleges, for higher education institutions or users, okay? It flopped, <laughs> okay? So then in 2000, he created another computer, and it was called the Mac G4 Cube, right? It was supposed to be the next best thing. Um, he had learned from all the previous failures, and guess what? It flopped. It wasn't user-friendly, right? So then finally, in 2006, he created the MacBook, right? And as they say, the rest is history. But what I wanted to show you is that he failed numerous times from 1980 to 2006. That's, tw that's over 20 years of failing before he got it right. So understand that there were lessons that he learned in the losses, right? He didn't see it as a loss. He saw it as a lesson. Every single time he got a little bit closer, he improved, he tweaked until now you have something that everybody is seeking after, right? Everybody wants the next Apple, the next MacBook, um, the next iPhone, right? Um, and so, and then most Apple users are loyal at that, right? So if you if you have one Apple device, you usually have multiple. So he created um, what is known now as Apple, this this mega uh, a business that has taken the world by storm, right? And so again, he had losses, he had failures. Okay, so failure is an option. Um, but in your lessons, right, in your lessons, I want to make sure you're documenting them. That was the thing that set the Wright brothers apart from others, Steve Jobs apart from others. That's what's going to set you apart. Document your lessons, okay? Um, and then share them. Share them with others. That's what I do every week that I get on here with you guys, right? I share what I have learned either the hard way, right, or the easy way, right, by reading, by um, my education, but not necessarily experiences. But the ones that you learn through experiences, those are the ones that stay with you, okay? So again, share your lessons. Casey says, how can you not allow your failures to become a stronghold? It's a good question, Casey. Again, continue to know first what your vision, what your passion, what your purpose is. And as long as the failures, right, are still keeping you on task to achieving that purpose, you continue towards it. Like, don't allow your failures to become such a setback that you give up. Because every single time you fail, you're going to get a little closer. You're going to learn something. And then you're going to say to yourself, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I take this and instead of doing that, I'm going to do this and let's see what happens. And so then that gets you a little bit closer. So let your failures be a motivation that you are on the right path because it's aligning with your purpose. You're still walking in your purpose. You're still living out your vision. So don't allow your failures to um, be crippling. Don't do that. Okay. Okay. 
Um, but good question, Casey. Um, Samurai says that Casey is the difference between staying down or getting up when you fall. That's true. That's true, right? So I'm grateful uh, for Steve Jobs not giving up, right? Because <laughs> I love my MacBook. Um, but I wanted to give you some real life examples of people who have failed, right? But then achieved great success because they kept with the thing, right? They kept at their purpose. They kept at their vision, right? They documented their lessons and then they shared them with others, okay? So definitely continue on that path, right? Share. And then, right, through sharing, you understand that you are blessed to be a blessing. That's what it's all about. It's all about paying it forward. You have been put in the position, right? Learning all of the lessons, seeing your vision, walking in your purpose. Also, you could be a blessing to someone else. And so what does that look like, right? I'm blessed to be a blessing. Um, I have the saying that I have no competition and it's not in arrogance. I promise you it's not. I say that with the most humility, okay? And the reason why I say that is if you are uniquely you, there is nobody else who can be you like you, okay? I feel like that was something out of a Dr. Seuss book. And I might um, have to give credit to Dr. Seuss, but I'm telling you, there's nobody who can be uniquely you like you. That's the secret sauce. That's the competitive advantage, right? No one else can be Samara Andrews because I am Samara Andrews, okay? Um, and so and with that mindset, what I do has a unique twist on it because it's mine, right? It's me doing it. Um, I often tell clients, you know, that yes, you are signing with five finance, right. To manage your books, to do your taxes. Um, but at the same time, the clients are entrusting me. It's me, um, that they are texting at night. It's me that they're emailing. It's me that they're entrusting to give them tips, strategies, guidance, education, um, along all things accounting, Right. Um, when the deal is closed, it's me that's closing the deal. Clients sign on because of you, okay? It's not just your business, it's you. It's what you represent, right? It's the vibe that you give off. Um, it's you, all right? So understand that, know that, that if you look at it from that perspective, you don't have any competitors because nobody can be you like you. It's you, all right? So, be confident, walk in that, own it, right? Know that uh, it's you, right? You are blessed to be a blessing, right? Um, and then I want you to share when you are given opportunities, right? Because you are uniquely you, because you have unique lessons that you have learned along the way, um, because you have this person, you're walking in this purposeful um, life, right? You have this vision that was given to you. I want you to share. I want you to share with others. Um, I do th this through apprenticeship, okay? So I actually have people that I will bring under my wings and I will share with them the things that I have learned um, in my 17 years of experience being an accountant. And I encourage them to do the same thing. Let me tell you, the first 
um, person that I partnered with um, to help me out in the bookkeeping aspect of my business. When I partnered with him, I told him, I said, I want to show you the ropes. I want to show you the things that I've done so that you can eventually do this for yourself in the future, right? Already, I came into the relationship understanding that I was willing to share everything that I have learned along the way so that I can encourage him to do the same if he chooses to, okay? Um, Samurai has a question. He says, today you are you. That is truer than true. Oh, it's the quote. Oh, there is no one alive who is youer than you. See, it was Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, Samurai. So again, um, I encouraged him to, you know, do this for himself if he wanted to. I have no problem with sharing. Um, you know what sharing does? Sharing shows that you are confident in your skin. It shows your confidence. It shows your skill set. Um, it definitely shows that you're comfortable in the lane that you're in. Um, and it shows that guess what? You don't have any competition. <laughs> you really don't. That's why I come before you every week, right? And I'm sharing knowledge that most people charge you for, okay? But it's because this is my purpose. This is my passion, right? Um, I'm confident in the place that God has allowed me to be in. Um, knowing that I'm walking in my purpose, knowing that I'm supposed to be sharing this information with you because I want you to be encouraged. I want you to pay it forward. I want you to share this video with somebody else who may need it, right? I want you to tell somebody, hey, you might want to connect with uh, Samara at Five Finance if you need X, Y, and Z because she was able to help me out. Definitely share, right? We all benefit from it, right? It gives me joy as being the person that is sharing. And I'm sure it gives you joy as being the recipient because now you have information that you can utilize and implement in your life. So definitely share, right? I share with people all the time, right? And that's why we have free consultations because in that free consultation, I want you to share with me and I'm gonna share with you, okay? So definitely make sure you are sharing. And when you are sharing, don't share thinking, uh, you know, or expecting something in return. Don't share with that pretense, okay? Share knowing that you're going to get satisfaction. You're going to get joy um, from sharing the lessons that you have learned so that that person can also um, implement uh, those strategies, those uh, lessons that you've learned in their situation, right? And then they don't have to make those mistakes or they don't have to experience those failures, okay? Again, lessons, not losses, right? Realizing your your vision, right? And then definitely you're being you're blessed to be a blessing. So, I hope that you understand now the power of sharing, which is why I come before you every week um because I want to empower you, right? And hopefully when you feel empowered, it encourages you to empower someone else. Um, so tonight, um, so Angelica says, continue to walk in your purpose. Your gift has helped so many people. Thank you, Angelica. Uh, Wayne Andrews says, y'all, my wife is the bomb 100%. Thank you, babe. Oh, uh, so 
again, I, I hope that this encouraged you, right? It wasn't my whole, you know, one do this, two do that, but it definitely um, was a conversation that I feel like is appropriate for the time. Um, so many people are choosing to, um, you know, walk in their purpose now. So many people are leaving the regular nine to five workforce and choosing to be entrepreneurs, choosing to walk in their purpose. And so I felt like this was a timely message um, to talk about the power of sharing since we do have newcomers in the um, entrepreneur realm. Right. And we definitely want to encourage them. We want to help them because you were once there. I was once there. Um, and thankfully, you know, I was able to walk in my purpose now. Um, so, again, I get joy. I get fulfillment every single day because I'm doing what I know um, I was designed to do. Right. Um, so, again, uh, Angelica says, represent your wife, right, Samurai? Angelica, he always does, okay? Um, so again, this is sort of like the pre-prequel. I hope I said that right. So we have some things that we're going to be um, doing in the near future. For the month of December, we're going to be sharing more. And I'm actually going to have um, a guest every week that's going to share with you um their, their areas of expertise. I won't give too much away, but I can assure you that you're definitely going to want to tune in for the month of December. Um, and then after that, we have an even bigger surprise. I won't give that away just yet. But again, this was like the pre-prequel. hope I said that right. Yeah, the pre-prequel of what's to come. All right. So we have some exciting things coming your way for the end of this year, going into the beginning of next year. And we definitely want you to be a part of it. So um, if you love what you've heard so far, right, definitely connect with us. Visit our website www.fivefinance.com forward slash booking to book a free consultation. All our consultations are 100% free, um, whether it's an accounting or a tax consultation, or even if you um, want to book a financial coaching consultation. Um, again, 100% free. I um, also want to remind you to take advantage of our Trump Effect Masterclass, all right? Also on the website, www.fivefinance.com forward slash Trump Effect, all right? So tax season is approaching and you want to make sure that you can implement these strategies before tax season is upon us, okay? So you want to sign up for this class because some of the information provided is time sensitive meaning you got to get it done before the end of the year all right so i encourage you to definitely sign up for that class at your earliest convenience all right um so again thank you so much five finance family for joining thank you so much for tuning in to flip it with samara hopefully right this has encouraged you to continue to share your lessons, your purpose, your passion. Um, remember, you are blessed to be a blessing. So enjoy your Tuesday evening. And until next time, see you soon.